Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Yes, indeed. It is uh, 135 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer joining you. We've just heard from Louis DeBrusque and Brian Burke, as, as well as Kyle Connor from the Jets, still to come. Tobias Reeder back into the Oilers lineup tonight. Edmonton placing Chris Russell on IR. So both Clefbaum and Russell lost. That's two of the order's top four. And no, Andre Secker is not available. He's not close to returning yet. I uh, want to tell you that the best pizza in the city still make it a great Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Each week, we hook up with Jay Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Jay's kind enough to join us right now. Jay, how are you? I'm doing well, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Uh, well, part of the challenge for a coach in the minors is uh, you're at the mercy and the beck and call of the uh, NHL team. And uh, so you, you've, you've lost Cooper Marodi uh, on and off here for the last month or so. And uh, Clefbaum gets hurt and Russell coming out of the lineup. And now uh, Caleb Jones uh, up with Edmonton. You do get Marodi back. So first, just a comment, educate our listeners on how you think uh, Caleb Jones has performed this year. Well, before I even start on that, Bob, I'd say uh, my most enjoyable part of being an American League head coach is when I get to call somebody and, and let them know they've been called up to the NHL, especially if it's their first time ever um, having that feeling. What a what a absolute joy it is to call these young men who get to achieve a lifelong dream of, of playing in the top league in the world and uh, to be able to do that a few times this year has been a real pleasure for me as a coach. Um, Caleb, I couldn't be happier for uh, this is a young man who had a tough year statistically last year. Uh, he put the work in in the summertime. He's been a true pro uh, all you know, right from day one in rookie camp. Um, he's played big minutes for us. He transports the puck well, moves the puck well, plays in every situation. And uh, for him to get his first call up, it couldn't happen to a better kid, a better professional, or someone uh, who deserved it anymore. I'm very happy for him. You do, uh, you do get Cooper Marodi back, and that changes the the dynamic for you down the middle, doesn't it? Because he's a really good AHL center at this stage. Yeah, Coop's a, a strong member of our team. He's, um, you know, he pushes the pace uh, of play for our, our forward group. He spends most of his time in the offensive zone. He's a lead from the blue line in. Um, we've worked with him on the defensive details in his game, um, you know, right right from the beginning of uh, of our season down here. But he's another young guy that, that puts in the work. Um, but for us, when he's in our lineup, as you mentioned, the complexion of our pieces up front, specifically in the top six, changes and changes in a good way. He's a, what a player uh, for a coach to have to be able to uh, build a line around. Um, he'll certainly add to our offense, uh, which struggled last weekend. 
Well, and that's where I wanted to go next. You played San Jose twice. Uh, I think you limited them to less than, like, combined, like, around 40 shots over the two games. You mentioned the offense struggle. When, when, when your team's limited the opposition scoring chances, and maybe you don't get the end result, so in that situation, is the coach happy with the process, even though you're not getting the results? Well, it, it's never fun to end up on the losing end, no matter if you lose one nothing or 10 nothing. And as a coach, you're always trying to figure out um, figure out ways you can uh, help your group or give your players something that they can hang their hats on uh, to fix. Um, I think that first game we played at home, with, they were credited with 18 shots on net, but by our count it was 16. So we had done a lot of really good things defensively um the next night we gave up 22 shots uh, again and we did some good things defensively but there were things that can be cleaned up uh that will help us going forward i thought it was a great weekend uh for our players to go against the number one team in the pacific division and to learn a few of those lessons it's not fun not winning the game but there were some good signs for us as a team, as a coaching staff. We uh, spent a lot of time uh, trying to pull the good stuff from the games and the teachable moments, but I think our team got better having gone through uh, two tough games uh, with tough turnaround schedule, and uh, to only give up 40 shots most of the games is a real plus for our team. Who's driving it right now for you offensively up front? Well, I think Joseph Gambardella is, is taking his game to a new level over these last four or five weeks. He's somebody that um, drives us uh, with his work ethic. He's our emotional catalyst in games. He go- gets in on the floor check. He has great stick. Um, he's able to frustrate other teams just uh, with his work ethic. Um, so he's been doing a lot of good things uh, for us specifically on the forecheck. Uh, over the last few games, we've done some good offense from our D um, as well, getting shots through from the point. We've scored some goals with some unusual suspects over these last four or five games, uh, which has been good. But for us, you know, as we, we go back to our earlier conversations in the year, Bob, we think we're, we're not a team that's built on one player or, um, you know, a certain line. We're a team whose whole is greater than the sum of its parts. We get offensive contributions up and down the lineup. Uh, for the most part, we're one of the higher-scoring teams in the league. We've limited uh, a lot of the shots against. We're one of the, I think we're the top team in shots four per game. There's areas we can get um, dirtier in uh, to ensure that in those tight games we end up on top, and that's been our focus in, in practice this week. Jay Woodcroft is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stopper with you on orders now. Uh, Edmonton and the Winnipeg Jets. We'll get to the AHL schedule in a second. So Caleb Jones comes up, and I guess the question I'm now getting texted at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line, what about Ethan Bear? So give us a bit of an update on a guy that got into 18 NHL games for the Oilers last year. Yeah, Ethan's been a, a solid hockey player. I think the the comment that uh, I use with him is that since he's returned from injury, the team started to win some games. Uh, so he makes us a better team down here just in the fact that he can skate, 
Uh, he has a natural ability uh, to close quickly and defend well. I think he moves pucks well when he's sharp. I think he can get his shot through from the back end. He's a plus player for our team. So he's been a real positive, um, you know, since he returned from injury for us. Like I said, he's helped the team win. There's areas of his game that he continues to work on. He's, he's quarterbacking a uh, power play unit. We want to get a little bit more production from him there. Uh, he doesn't have a goal on the season yet. That You know, you can see some good signs in his game where his shot's getting through uh, more and more. But right now, um, he's been a solid hockey player for us who, who logs big minutes. And now with Jones being up with the big club, he'll log even more. Uh, it's a great opportunity for him. Um, has your coaching approach or plan, uh, this text comes to us out of Calgary, has it changed at all? Now that Ken, I mean, you're so close to Todd McClellan. Uh, are you in contact with Ken Hitchcock at, at all in terms of building some uh, philosophical symmetry? Maybe in terms of how you, those sort of conversations take place. Yeah, the the answer that I've kind of given, you know, when we've talked about this before too, Bob, is, yep. is the lines of communication are always open between the NHL club and the American League club. It, our our big team is really really playing well in these last few games. Um, you, there are some subtle changes, um, but I think you know hockey is hockey. Uh, systems are are very similar. Um, at the end of the day, it comes down to to getting players to move seamlessly on the ice without having to think too much or slowing them down with too much structure. Uh, we like the way. Uh, the big club's obviously playing very well, and we like the way our, our American League club is playing down here. I think the lines of communication are always open, and, and they have been from day one this year. All right. Uh, give us a schedule coming up uh, this week. Uh, oh, you know what? I've, geez, I, I've totally neglected to ask you about one more guy, and I'm going to guess you probably know where I'm going yet. You didn't have Kyler Yamamoto last week. We got the sense that it wasn't going to be a long-term situation with him, so not like out for a month. Is he going to get a chance to return this weekend when you guys get back to action? He is. He's still day-to-day, Bob, uh, but he's very close. He's, uh, he's okay. had some really good practices. He's practicing with the team. He's very close. Um, he looks uh, healthy. Uh, when he's been out, like I said, it was something minor, but it, it's better to get it taken care of. But he's had some real good off-ice workouts. He feels strong. He's refreshed. He's close to coming back, but it's still a day-to-day situation for us. All right. The schedule this weekend, I know that uh, you got San Diego, Dallas Akins, of course, former Oilers head coach. As, uh, Dave Nonis is the right-hand man for Bob Murray, who just got his contract extension. I know you guys have at least one game against them this weekend. Yeah, uh, we we have five games until our Christmas break, and, and San Diego game on Friday for us is our only home game. Um, but what we like about this five-game uh, segment before Christmas is that we play San Diego, who's a team below us in the standings but has beaten us twice in their building. It's our first crack at them in our building. And we play Stockton two games in a row, which is a team that's a little bit ahead of us, but we have four games in hand on. And then we uh, we also play the Colorado Eagles in Colorado, and they're a few games uh, or a few points ahead of us, but we have games in hand. So it's a great test for us, five hard games, 
uh, before we get a little bit of a break here. And we challenge our guys to be focused around this time of year. Uh, we're excited about this opportunity. Great stuff, Jay. We'll hook up next week, okay? Sounds good, Bob. Take care. Thank you bet. You. That's Jay Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It is 12.47 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Edmonton and the Winnipeg Jets tonight. We'll take a quick timeout, wrap up the show when we come back. Please support 630 Ched Santa's Anonymous and make sure every kid has a Christmas. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 149, making 150 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Puck drop tonight is at 6 p.m. Edmonton time. The face-off show begins at 4.30. We are going to go to this day in Oilers history. It is brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. This Christmas, give the gift of travel. A New West Travel gift certificate is a great gift. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation needs. On this day, 1985, what happened, Brendan Escott? Oh, Bob, the Oilers trailed the Jets 3-0 after the first period, but rallied a win 6-3. Wayne Gretzky has two goals and two assists, and the Oilers moved to 22-5-4 on the year. And did not win the Cup that year in 85-86. And a great team, lost in seven games. To Calgary, Steve Smith bank shot in off Grand Fuhrer. Fuhrer to the stage says he should have had that one. Oh, man, they went back the next two years, won the Cup. Steve Smith shut down Cam Neely in 88 and again in 1990. Though Boston fans will say, wow, Neely was hurt because the Eastern Conference was so tough. Oilers winners of five Cups in seven years. Brian Burke says he doesn't want to see a dynasty. Doesn't want to see a team win six Cups in eight years. I'd love to see the Oilers win six Cups in eight years. That would be awesome. All right, uh, this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel, who remind you, you can give the gift of travel this Christmas. Make your dollars travel further. Call the experts at New West Travel Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years or visit them online at newwesttravel.com. Uh, let's do this. Tobias Reader back in the lineup very quickly. Reader going to play in the line tonight with Drake Kajula and Ryan Spooner. they got to get some traction out of this group because they played a real minimized lineup as that game went on against Colorado. McDavid up front with Chase on a dry settle. RNH with Kara and Paul Yarby. Brodjak with Lucic and Cassian. Nurse with Larson. Gravel with Benning. Garrison with Weidman. Chris Russell moved to IR. Activated as Tobias Reader. Let's get to a conversation with him. It's been a few weeks, so uh, maybe tell us where you're at right now, Tobias. Feeling like you're good to go here? Yeah, feeling like I'm good to go. Yeah, it was a long uh, four weeks and a couple of days. Uh, you know, it's getting getting a bit frustrating if you're just skating by yourself and uh, you know have to have to watch the team play. So I'm really excited to get back in. Lots happened since you got hurt against Montreal. Obviously, this new head coach and uh, the team's gone on a run here, seven wins in the last eight games. How difficult is it for a player when he's rehabbing an injury to kind of feel a part of those things? Maybe when you're not traveling, and obviously, you know, you went to Colorado and you've been with the team on this trip, but when you're not around the group, yeah, uh, like I said, it's uh, it's tough, it's frustrating. Uh, you're you kind of feel like a little left out. You're spending lots of time by yourself in the medical room and skating by yourself, and uh, you know, you're not really around as much as you. You usually are so. So, like I said, it's uh, it's fun. Uh, it was fun uh, uh, watching them being successful, but uh, it's uh, even more fun getting back into it. Did you have you noticed different messaging when you've been around the team with uh, with Ken? Uh, In terms of, I mean, he tend, he has a reputation. Obviously, he's technically, I mean, he's as good as anybody there is in the game, but. 
he lets guys know, doesn't he? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think that's a good thing, you know, keeping guys accountable, and uh, you know, uh, he knows the, the strength of the players, and uh, he's uh, he's trying to get them uh, um, as uh, as far up as he can, and uh, I think it's uh, really important to you know even even let guys know if they if they're having a bad game. You're gonna have two games and two nights here. You're, you're, it looks like you're gonna play with Spooner and Dejula to start and that line didn't play a lot in Colorado. It's important for you guys to have some solid minutes, isn't it? Yeah, no, exactly. I know, uh, we, we got to have a good game here and, uh, you know, uh, don't uh, don't give up any defensively and uh, try to chip in offensively and just uh, just be a solid line out there. Thank you for your time. Thank you. He's a very effective player, Tobias Reeder. Back in the lineup tonight again with Drake Kajula. Kajula missed four games. Reeder missed 13 with injury. And uh, scratch tonight for Edmonton and Valentin Zika and Ty Ratty. Edmonton Oil Kings making some notes. Uh, it's some news. Uh, defenseman Matt Robertson, one of the 40 players chosen to participate in the CHL-NHL Top Prospects game. Uh, is that game in, for some reason, I thought, where where is that game being played this year, by the way? I thought it might be in... Red Deer. It's in Red Deer at the Centrium. There we go. January 23rd at the NMAX Centrium. And uh, the Oil Kings made a trade today. They got Andrew Fighton, who surely has to be the brother of Austin Fighton, uh, from the Swift Current Broncos. So good uh, top nine forward that played last year for Manny uh, Viveros in Swift Current as the uh, Broncos won the WHL championship. So Oil Kings with a couple games again this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Brendan, check your script. Uh, who, who do they got Saturday and Sunday again? Calgary and then Kootenai. All right, so uh, they got to take care of business against Kootenai. They're really struggling. Calgary's starting to play better under uh, Steve Hamilton, former Oil Kings head coach. I'd like to thank all of you who uh, text us during the course of the show, especially with all the feedback on uh, Brian Burke's appearance. Love it. Keep it coming. Tomorrow, uh, we are going to have Elliot Friedman for River Creek Resort Casino. Uh, Brian Lawton will join us from the NHL Network, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, longtime uh, NHL agent from Octagon. And uh, Natalie Minkler will tell us about the shirts off our back campaign with the uh, Emerson Oilers organization, the Community Foundation, coming up on tomorrow's Oilers Now show as well. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen and I and Andrew Gross. And I will rejoin you at uh, 4.30 Edmonton time from uh, uh, MTS Bell Center here in Winnipeg. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.